What makes a company or a corporation great? What is it that makes them truly stand out among their competitors? Excellent, innovative, and effective communications. This kind of communication invites productivity, adaptability, stronger relationships, successful negotiations, and it brings an end to the tired, useless jargon that derails, distracts, and limits every situation. What is needed is an innovative approach that creates excellent, open, and effective communication both internally and externally during the organization's day-to-day inner workings. And that innovative approach is found in the principles of improvisation. Yes, that's right, improv. Improv is much, much more than just comedy. It's a unique, powerful approach that promotes a simpler, more positive, and effective way to communicate, collaborate, and cooperate as a team, whether with your internal people or your external constituents. At its foundation, improv is leadership and hyperdrive. Improv invites productivity. The foundation for effective leadership is active listening. When leaders listen to their employees and engage them using the skills learned from improv, growth happens. Improvisation promotes cooperation, and with greater collaboration, productivity goes up. The principles of improv fundamentally create productive interactions because they force people to truly listen to one another. Many companies are discovering the powerful effect this has on the way teams work together. It also has a profound impact on the way clients feel. It shifts the atmosphere of the entire corporation into feeling more energized and in sync. Improv invites adaptability. In today's dynamic market, companies need to be adaptable, and learning improv is great for business. It has struck a nerve amongst the younger generations who have taken improvisation classes in business school and have watched that popular show, Whose Line Is It Anyway? They are driving the face of corporate solutions by sparking creative thinking and ending the corporate jargon that has left innovation stale. Yes, and is the glue that holds it all together. Is the essential skill used by when two people are on stage to improvise and adapt. It's all about adaptability. And they're not allowed to tell each other, no. Replacing the words no and yes, but with the improv phrase, yes, and will invite active listening, valuable input, and teach how to adapt in the moment for the greatest results. That phrase communicates so much. It is supportive and respectful. It focuses on the conversation rather than shutting it down. It shows you are listening to the other person and trust what they have to offer. Yes, and ties all the fundamental principles of effective communication and adaptation into a practical and productive two-word tool that will cause companies to stand up and to stand out. Improv builds stronger relationships. Have you ever watched preschoolers play with blocks? They take turns stacking them on top of each other until the blocks get too high and they topple over. Or they like to watch it fall and knock it over on purpose. But the point of this is that both of them have an agenda. They each want to pick up a block, put it on the tower, and each one probably has an idea about what the tower will look like. But they keep building it until they can't build anymore. 
A successful relationship is birthed in the same way, one block at a time. First collaborating, then sharing, and building on each other's block with a shared vision in mind. That is how you connect with other people. We are more likely to succeed in our relationships when both parties can envision a common goal. Improvisation teaches us to set aside our agendas and ego and take whatever the other person gives you and go with it. There's that glue again, yes and. Successful people all intuitively do this in building strong relationships. They don't realize that they're doing it and using improvisation to make it happen. Improvisation creates successful negotiations. To succeed in negotiations, we need to drop our agendas long enough to listen and with respect for all involved. It is valid for formal negotiations around a conference table and is the way to success in daily negotiations of life and career during a chat with a boss or with one spouse or with a child. This is the kind of straight talk that we can cultivate that truly will make the most significant difference. And the six principles of improvisation that will ensure every negotiation has a potential to end with a positive solution is number one, take your ego off the table. Number two, respect the other party. Number three, be in the moment, be focused. Number four, listen to the other party's needs and wants. Number five, Adapt to the situation. And number six, and my favorite, yes and. These steps generally helped in removing emotions from the table. Anthony K. Tuan wrote in a Harvard Business Viewer blog, time and emotion, these are two things most often wasted during a negotiation, and he's very right. We tend to react emotionally and negatively to any points of negotiation that oppose our agenda. That wastes time. When our negotiation goals are so firmly anchored that we cannot budge, it becomes hard to see any common goal as a solution. Instead, emotions kick in and egos inflate and we cease to listen. All we hear is the voice in our head trying to find a way back to what we want. Tom Yorton was once in the corporate ranks before becoming the CEO of Second City Communications, the business solution division of the world-renowned improv comedy company, The Second City. He had this to say in a recent Business Innovation Factory article. But my experience, and in fact, my scars, are from bumping up against the same organizational hurdles that improv is so effective at helping companies get over. Challenges that include connecting with customers, engaging employees around change, moving into new markets, innovating new products and services, working without a script. It is something that's brought to the table that was unexpected. It halts forward momentum. It is something that does not neatly fit inside the box of your agenda. Improv. Dana Giardella teaches an improvisational leadership class at MIT's Sloan School of Management. She spends an entire lesson on teaching how to avoid using the most common block, the yes but. In an NPR article, she points out, even though you say yes, the but says, yeah, but that's not valid because here's a better point. Negotiations can quickly come to a grinding halt when yes but comes to the table. 
It is when emotions get heated and time is wasted. Time to remember the six principles of improvisation. Let's end useless jargon. We all have some of our favorite buzzwords we like to use and some we just can't stand. They are great at creating imagery, but it's the kind of imagery that allows everyone to be on the same page. Think about a few of these common buzzwords used in meetings and in emails during the day-to-day. Do they create a clear path or is there just a buzz in the room? Here are some common buzzwords and here's what I think when I hear them. Benchmarking. My photo is on a bus stop bench. Back of the envelope. We need more legal pads. Go the extra mile. Some sweaty dude. Best practices. A Hallmark card. None of these buzzwords mean anything anymore. Too many of them in the conversation. And the listeners, if they're even that anymore, tune out. They are empty words and provide very little clear direction and focus that employees can really rally behind. There's no clear path. Stress increases, productivity goes down, and it becomes everyone doing what they think best practices mean. What if we replace the jargon with more direct and precise speech? A company that states its customer service policy as we strive to provide top-notch service to all of our customers can be replaced with, we listen to the customers and meet their expectations. Clear, concise communication. Yes, and let's hold a quarterly brainstorming session with all the employees to think of ways we can show the customers that we are listening. Improv is leadership and hyperdrive. Improvisation promotes innovative thinking by taking the conversation and pushing it forward into the future. That's what good leaders do. Ed Herbston, a co-founder of Magnet Theater, a New York-based theater conducting corporate training, has even helped teach courses for companies like Google. He said, when you're the person saying yes to other people, they start to bring you their best ideas. When you're meeting things habitually with yes and, with an energy of agreement, you transform the way people perceive you. When more people are willing to speak up with their ideas because they know they will be heard, employees take more vested role in the jobs they have. Their performance goes up. People get excited about seeing their vision, no longer just the head honchos, begin to take shape. It sets the company up on a stage while others are left looking for a chair in the audience. Excellence innovative and effective communication that makes a company great and generally stands out among its competitors requires excellent, creative, and effective communication. It invites productivity, adaptability, stronger relationships, successful negotiations, and it brings the end to the tired, useless jargon that derails, distracts, and limits every situation and can all be found in the innovative approach of improvisation. If you'd like to discuss having me facilitate an Improv is Leadership and Hyperdrive workshop to your organization, contact me at peter at peter margaritas and in the subject line put Improv is Leadership and Hyperdrive. 
Like what you just heard, visit c-suiteradio.com. C-Suite Radio, turning the volume up on business. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.